Welcome to P.I.'s Declassified, an inside look at the world of private investigators. Your host is Francie Kaler, a noted private investigator. Francie and her guests take you behind the scenes and into the genuine, sometimes gritty business of investigation. You'll hear stories from the trenches with plenty of surprises. Here's your host, Francie Kaler. Well, good morning. I'm just back from the uh, meeting in Las Vegas for the, for the National Council for Investigative and Security Services. Great meeting. Um, just have to tell you that great education, good people. Um, if you don't know about the National Council NCISS, go to NCISS.org and it'll tell you all about it. And don't forget, if you are a new licensee in California, the all-day seminar for newly licensed investigators called NLIGHT. N-L-I-T-E, is being held in Southern California this Saturday. If you're interested, go to www.cali-pi.org. Today is going to be great fun. My guest today is Joey Cruz. Good morning, Joey. Good morning. So, private investigator Joey Cruz has made it his mission to ferret out viable and useful mobile applications. I think this may be his passion, finding new applications. Is that correct, Joey? Oh, it's a, it's a habit, at least. <laughs> <laughs> so, Joey, you're the owner of a private investigation company in West Monroe, Louisiana. Tell us about your background. Uh, well, I've got a background. I, uh, I originally uh, have a degree in uh, broadcast television and radio production. Mm-hmm. And from there, I worked for a television station for about 10 years as, uh, in various positions. And when I left, I was operations manager. And then I went to work for uh, uh, non-broadcast media, which is an advertising agency. And there I was audio-video specialist. Mm. And also I was the administrator of their in-house network. Uh, did that for a couple of years and then kind of worked my way over into this business. And uh, I've been doing this now since 2006, focusing on workers' compensation. But I do a little bit of everything, you know, accidents and civil and domestic uh, investigation huh. as well. Interesting. And you have such an interesting name for your business. Now, you tell me it's the name of, also the name of a river, but would you pronounce it? Washita. Washita. Correct. Uh, it's called Washita Investigation uh, Agency? Investigative Services. Investigative Services, okay. And, and you and I just uh, looked up the meaning. It's an, actually an Indian tribe out of uh, Louisiana originally. Correct. So. Uh, very interesting, an interesting name, uh, certainly stands out. So I know you're always looking for new mobile applications, so that's what we're going to be talking about today. It's This will be so much right. fun. So, um, <laughs> so talk a little bit about, because I know probably your favorite tool in your toolbox is a smartphone. <laughs> so talk a little oh, bit well, about it's that. It's one of the most frequently used, if nothing else. Uh, and it's it's also a fallback from time to time too. You know, I mean, it's uh, quite frequently, and uh, there's some apps that we can discuss too. That for this, that you know, a covert camera as a surveillance investigator, you need covert video. And mm-hmm. a lot of the covert cameras on the market, they don't respond well in low light. But I found out that the uh, the the cameras on the cell phones nowadays actually work a lot better in low-light situations than a lot of the covert cameras you buy, you know, such as the keychain cameras or, or the cell phone uh, 
it's a fake cell phone with a camera built into it. Uh, and I've had better luck using my actual cell phone camera in low-light situations such as a bar or, or, or something like that. So that's kind of how I start, started digging into the whole thing. Uh, once you... Once you use it, and then you try to figure out, okay, now how how can I do this with it? Because I, this was the feature I needed. So you start digging to try to find something that will actually do what you want it to do. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, I've never found an app to do exactly what I wanted it to do. So I end up finding three <laughs> or four to combine it. You know, to, to get the get the product that you want. Right. Um, you know, such as typically with a. Uh, Android phones, which is my preference over iPhone because they're a little more customizable. The mm-hmm. uh, with an Android phone, there is no app that I've found so far that when you record video, it actually puts the time and date stamp on the video. Which, as you know, a time and date stamp is very important to us. Right. Uh, so, well. The next chore was to find an app that would actually do that, which there's an app for that, too. It's called uh, Video Timestamp. And basically, you run that in the background on your phone. You can run it while you're shooting other videos. It doesn't, you know, it's just a background yeah. application, and it'll actually time and date stamp your video. And that way, when you get back to the office, it's already time and date stamped, and you're done with it. But, uh, you know, there's, there's several camera apps out there. There's... Um, uh, SVR Pro 2 is the one that I prefer. Um, and why do you think, why do you prefer that one? Well, it's actually called. They just recently changed the name of it, and they now call it Background Background Video Recorder. I like that one because the uh, the camera doesn't show up on the screen. All you see is your desktop. Okay. Uh, and you turn you start the app, and it puts the icon in your system tray. And you start recording and stop recording by pressing the volume buttons on the side of the phone. Hmm. And so when you start the app, it doesn't actually start recording. And so you start the app, say if I'm walking into a bar or wherever, and I see the subject that I want to I get video of, I just press the volume button on the side of the phone, and I feel the phone vibrate, and I know it started recording. Okay, and, and, is, it, and is it the up? Excuse me, Joe. Is it, is it either volume button? Either volume button, yes. Either either volume. Button. Okay. And okay. when when it's recording, you can actually take a call, text message, get on Facebook, play Candy Crush, whatever you want to do <laughs> while it's recording, and it doesn't affect the recording. Whereas the the native the native camera apps for the phones has to be uh, in the foreground. They won't run in the background like that. And then that's once a really subject, good tip. Yeah, exactly. And once the subject leaves out of, leaves out of the, uh, your field of view, you can hit the volume button again, either one, and it will vibrate one more time and let you know that the recording has stopped. Hmm. And it, it also has a setting in there where you can disable the audio recording, which is an issue in some states, uh, depending on the situation. You know, and Like in Louisiana, right. we're a one-party state. As long as I'm involved in the conversation, I can record it. Whereas Florida is a two-party state, both parties have to be aware of the of the recording. Mm-hmm. But, so is California, you know, right? 
Right, and typically in a bar situation, if I'm sitting in there just kind of observing somebody, I'm not going to be conversing with them most of the time. So you want to make sure that's disabled or you end up with a, a, a legal problem on your hands. Sure. Is, is it easy to disable? Yes, it's, it's just a setting. It's a setting in there. You just go in there and tell it uh, in the settings that you don't want audio recorded. And uh, okay. it's actually it actually has a feature, a feature as well that when when you set it up, it will actually hide the videos on your phone, so they're not easily accessible by uh, if somebody comes over to your law enforcement or something wants to look at your phone uh, or whoever. If somebody's a little bit suspicious, you can flip through your videos on your phone and you won't even see those. That's amazing. And uh, yeah, that's, and, uh, a, that's it's a, a really it's a great app. I've tried. I've talked to the. I've contacted the developer a couple of times trying to get them to put the time and date stamp on there, but they they haven't done it. So <laughs> that's one. That's where the video timestamp app comes in handy. Yeah. Of course. Okay. Of course. There's also uh, applications for your computer that'll that'll add the timestamp from the metadata on the files on your computer as well. You could transfer them to your computer, then then put the uh, time and date on them as well. So. You still got. You have a few options there now. iPhone has a. Uh, they have a video app. Uh, it's called iQuarter Pro, and it actually puts the time and date stamp on the video as you record it. Now, the only thing I don't really like about that is it's just like the native app, native video app for the phone, and you have to have what you're recording on the screen. Which, oh, okay. You know, in a bar, if somebody walks behind you and looks over your shoulder and sees you're recording somebody, you might have a problem on your hands. Um, so, and that's, but, tell, tell me again what that's called. What's that one that called? That is iQuarter Pro. That's uh, for the okay. iPhone. All right. So, it's quarter like Q-A-R-T-E-R, quarter? K-O, uh, I'm sorry. It's I-C-O-R-D-E-R. It's like a recorder, but... Oh, quarter. quarter. Okay. Correct. Pro. Okay. Great. And and the one you were talking about, the SDR, ma'am. Okay. The only <laughs> you don't need to call me, ma'am. <laughs> uh, the SVR Pro that's only on Android. That's only on Android. I think it's about ten dollars, okay. but it's well worth it. Uh, I mean, I've, I've I get every upgrade that they have on the thing. It's I mean, it's I like it that much. It's I use it more than I use a, any other covert camera, honestly. Mm. Okay. Okay, that's cool. What else? What else are you talking about? What is about? What about this Bambuster? Bambuster. Bamboozer. Bamboozer. I had a client call me one day. I was working at Workers' Comp Surveillance, and they requested, uh, out of the blue, is there any way you can send me real-time video? I'm like, well, maybe. <laughs> let me let me look at it real quick. <laughs> and uh, this is what I came up with. It's a it's a free app. It's on Android, and I believe it's also available on iPhones as well. Uh, you create an account on their website, and you install the app on your phone, and you just open the app on your phone. And uh, once you get everything set up with your username and password that you used on the website, you and you use it on your phone as well. And it can do. It's either a public or a private type of uh, stream. So basically, it does one of two things, which I, I prefer the private for our industry. But anybody can go onto Bamboozer and search and look at the public streams, which is not something I really want 
done if I'm working a right. case. Right. So you create a username and a password, and you give that to your client. Well, of course, you change it from time to time, you know, depending on if you use a different client or whatever. Well, when you, you open the app on your phone and hit record, it it actually time and date stamps the video. It streams it live to the website along with a GPS location and a map beside the video showing where you're at. That okay. way, if a client has a question about where you actually are when you recorded the video, they can look at it right there. And not only does it stream the video, it records the video to the website for future viewing as well. Hmm. So it's you don't have to worry about trying to record it with your camcorder or whatever while you're doing it. I mean, it's... You you have a document you have it documented just by using that app. Now, also, so let me, uh, let me just it ask, also records let me just audio, ask. so you have to be careful there. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. So let me just ask you, Joey, what kind of application would you use for this? What what kind of a situation would you use this uh, for? I had a workers' comp case, and basically, what it was, we were um, in a gym, and. I texted the client and said, hey, this is what's going on. And they said, well, pay for a gym membership. You go in and, you, and can, you, can you send me real-time video so I can see this? Because I've got a phone call, a conference call with him this afternoon mm-hmm. with the claimant. So I got that set up right quick. And I'd actually read about it. I'd never used it. And luckily, it was an easy setup. I could do it right there on my phone. And... Um, and I texted him the login information, and he he watched the the guy work out in real time. Wow. Um, you know, as well as having it documented that you know you could download the video or save the video to your computer or whatever off of the website. Um, but it, I mean, it's it, I, it's not something I use often, but it's a good tool to have. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I can. Yeah. Okay, so. Um, then you have uh, what is this solo solocator? Solo I'm probably mispronouncing is, everything. <laughs> solocator and PI camera are two. They're they're similar apps. Uh, solocator uh, it's available on iPhone and Android, and basically, depending on how you set the settings, you can. Re- it's a still still pictures only. Uh, but when you take the picture, there's a time and date stamp on there, as well as the GPS location is uh, on the top of the photo and the heading, whether you're facing northeast, northwest, it's down. Uh, it's also on the top of the uh, picture as well. So, you, you know, for accidents and things like that, when you're doing an accident investigation, you're wanting to show which direction you're facing. Uh, mm-hmm. and the exact location, and you can plug those GPS coordinates into uh, Google Earth, and it'll take you right to it on a map, uh, which which works quite well. Now, the PI camera doesn't have quite as many features, but, <clears throat> excuse me, the features it does have is it, it allows you to take a picture with a time and date stamp. It's a lot quicker and easier to use. And you can share the photos. Uh, it has a has a button that you can automatically email it or text to someone. But the solocator gives you the GPS coordinates and the uh, and the heading, uh, and the, as well as the time and date stamp. 
So they're, they're yeah, similar, Joey, but there's a few few other features. Are you familiar with uh, theodolite? Have you seen that one? I don't think I have. That one, you should check that one out. That gives you all the coordinates. I mean, latitude, longitude, altitude, uh, direction, right. every, everything that uh, also stamps it right on the photograph. Oh, I'll have to check that one out for sure. Yeah, Is that uh, iPhone or Android? Um, it's iPhone. I don't, okay. know. I don't know whether it comes on Android, but it's definitely on iPhone. Okay. And it's T-H-E-O-D-O-L-I-T-E, I believe it is. D-O-D-O-L-I-T-E. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to check that one out. Okay. And so you also have a cam scanner? Cam scanner comes in handy. Uh, a lot of times you end up out of town for a couple of days, maybe working a comp case or something. And if you have a police report uh, that you have to pull... Uh, and upload to the client or email to the client. Cam Scanner uses the camera on your phone and basically creates a PDF document of everything you take a photo of. And it's really easy to use. It's available on iPhone and Android. And what it does is it it actually, if you lay your, your, your piece of paper on uh, on your desk or whatever, and you take a photo, it, it, it finds the edges of the paper automatically. And hmm. crops every crops everything out and converts it into a PDF file, and uh, you know from straight from that app you can you can take up to ten, twenty, thirty pages, however many pages there are, and from that app you can actually email it or text it directly from the app. That's great. That's a great uh, tip, too. Uh, We need to take a break, Joey. We're coming back momentarily with Joey Cruz and more information about apps. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Need to hire a private investigator? Ask for their professional association affiliations. When an investigator asks Francie Kaler about associations, she says to first join a state trade association. Francie belongs to the California Association of Licensed Investigators, or CALI. It's the largest association of its kind in the world. CALI's main focus is networking, training, and legislative advocacy. If you need a detective in California, contact CALI at cali-pi.org or call one 800 350 C-A-L-I. For a national association, Francie's choice is the National Council of Investigation and Security Services, or NCISS. For over 35 years, the council's primary mission has been to represent its members before the United States Congress and governmental agencies. Find the council at NCISS.org or call 1-800-445-8408. NCISS and Cali are great places to look for a qualified private investigator. Tell them you heard it from Francie on P.I.'s Declassified. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now. 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com.
You're listening to P.I.'s Declassified with Francie Kaler. You can call into the program. We'll take questions and comments at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You can also email your question to Francie. Send it to francie at pisdeclassified.com. Now, here's Francie Kaler. So, um, okay, so we're going through some investigative apps here with with Joey Cruz. Private investigators are forever looking for new products and new programs to make our life more productive. So um, you have on the list you gave me, Joey, uh, Easy Voice Recorder. Is that a a good recorder? Because that's always a problem, too. Yeah, it actually works works uh, very well. Uh, now it's it's under a different name for uh, I think it's Speakeasy Recorder for iPhone, but on uh, Android it's a Easy Voice Recorder. Uh, it's one of the better ones that I've found. It has a uh, basically an icon that you can put on your desktop of your phone. You don't even have to open the app to start a recording. You can just hit the icon and it'll start recording, mm. which is handy. Um, oh, that's very handy. You know, in Louisiana, being a one, like I said earlier, being a one-party state, uh, if you're talking to somebody and they all, all of a sudden start giving you some pertinent information and you don't think they're going to give you a recorded statement, you can just hit it on your phone and, you know, and have it, have it for your notes for later. Um, but it also allows you to email the, uh, the, uh, audio files as well from there or send them wherever you like you know so it's, mm-hmm. it has a player as well uh, but it's and it's a pretty much a full feature voice recorder now there are a few and I can't really speak of the particular names that there are a few uh, audio recording apps that uh, they don't work on Motorola phones they work on Samsung phones that you can install on there, and basically, if someone calls you, it automatically starts recording the call. Wow. And, yeah, and you can also go through your contacts and tell it who to record and who not to record. So if you Really? Have, uh, yes, ma'am. And if you actually have a, uh, um, or if it's an unknown number, it'll start recording as well. Uh, now, the only problem with that that I've seen is if if it records, if you have it set to record too many calls, it, 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 it pulls your battery down pretty fast mm-hmm. uh, because it's working a little harder to, to do everything. So it, it uses more resources and it uses more power. Yeah. Unfortunately, in California and many other states, you have to... Uh, Advise the person you're going, you're recording that you are recording them. So, right, right. Uh, you don't, you don't have that in Louisiana. Right. Well, you know, you don't. But at the same time, there's always that gray area. What if you call me from California? Which law do we go by? <laughs> right. <laughs> I would know, have to go so, by my law. I'd right. Have you know, to go and by I go by law. mine. So, I mean, but but <laughs> if it ends up in court, where 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 do you end up at? So, I mean, it's not really worth the risk in that situation to me. Right. Now, you have uh, on your list that you gave me, uh, which I know is going to make people really nervous to hear about it, the caller ID <laughs> faker. <laughs> caller ID faker is, uh, once again, check your local laws. Uh, in Louisiana, they have made it illegal unless you are a private investigator to use this. 
Mm. Basically, I can call you and I can make whatever number show up on your caller ID that I want to. And doing pretexting, phone pretexting, and I know most people, once I say this, they're never going to look at a sales call the same again. Right, <laughs> right. Uh, there are scripts that investigators have that if there's certain information they want to find, that, that those, those scripts will actually give, give you details about what you're looking for. As far as where you live, what kind of vehicles do you drive? I mean, there, there's, there's, there, there's a thousand of them out there, and I mean, every investigator's got their own that they've created as well. But at the same time, when you call, you don't want your own phone number to show up. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, you change your number to, to a different number. Now, even when you get your phone bill in, it's going to show that number that I plugged in. It's not going to show that I called. It's going to show whoever, if I use my sister's number to call you, it's going to show that my sister called you, and, and I didn't on your phone bill. Mm-hmm. Now, there's another app that I didn't put on here. Uh, it's called Burner. It's available for iPhone and Android. And what it allows you to do it allows you. It costs you a couple of dollars per number, uh, depending on how long you want the number. Uh, so you have you have credit. So you buy, you know, I'm, say I need a number for three days. I'm going to be working this case for three days. I need a number, and it gives you that number. Well, it allows you to call out, send texts, and receive calls on that number for three days. Hmm. And, and after the three days, the number expires. Yeah. So I, let's go. Let's go back. Uh, I, this is really interesting. Let's go back though to pretexting because I want to. I want to address that a little okay. bit because uh, some um, some states do not allow pretexting in any format, and okay. um, other states allow it on a limited basis. And right. I and I just want to say that uh, uh, pretexting often is just really to find out whether somebody's home or not or whether um, they drive a certain car or something like that. Right, um, right. More, could, it's more for location to... information than anything. It's not something that you use to get personal information. or, And as you know, with the graham leach Bliley Act, it's illegal for financial information as well. Absolutely. Uh, you know, so it's, there's, that's good to clarify that it's not something somebody's going to use to basically steal your identity. It's not that that kind that kind of a pretext, uh, and more more often than not, as you said, it's is to find out. Okay, we've got three possible addresses on this person, but we have a good phone number. We need to find out mm-hmm. where they live, and, well, and it, you do, do a pretext in order to, to to learn that information. And if they're going to be in town and, or or whatever. And it's particularly, I mean, if you have, uh, okay, say, a missing child uh, that you're working on or a, a parental abduction or right. th- something like that, it's very beneficial. Absolutely, absolutely. And also from time to time, if you're trying to serve a subpoena and you can't find the person. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You exactly. Know, so it's, but, yeah, it's good to clarify that, uh, that it's, it could make people uneasy. Uh, I, I can see that. So. Yeah. So, would you recommend uh, the burner versus the caller ID faker? 
Or the difference, which one? The difference is if they call the caller ID faker number back, they're not going to get you. They're going to get whoever you plugged in there, uh, oh. whatever number you plugged in. But the burner, the number that shows up on their caller ID, they can call back and they will get you for a, a, a limited amount of time. Now, oh, okay. once once you decide, okay, I'm done with this, you can actually trash the number, and it, they basically call it burning the numbers. What that's where the app got its name. Uh, and you can do it up to seven days, I think, and even probably longer periods than that. But uh, there's a uh, different packages that you can, you know, the, of course, if you do it for 24 hours or 48 hours, it's cheaper than it would be if you'd done it for a week. So, okay, so let me play this out a second. If So you say you, you use the burner and you call somebody and they call you back. What shows on your phone? Just their number. The you don't know it's a burner. It shows the burner number. Actually, when you when you create the number in there, it allows you uh, to tell it. If you have multiple numbers going at one time, you can assign each number. Say you call, you're looking for Ted Jones. You can say this is the number I use for Ted Jones, and then this number I use for Mickey Watts or whoever, and. Uh-huh. When the it actually rings back through the app versus your phone, so when it comes up oh, on the app, it shows this number for Ted Jones, so you know who's calling you. Okay, all and right. That way, that's, if you use separate sounds... pretext, if you use separate pretext on each one, you know which pretext to go back with. Uh, you don't want to get your pretext mixed up. That's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> that could be a disaster. All right. So, um, any other investigate? These are all investigative apps we're talking about. So, is there any other that that you would recommend before we get into the security part? Uh, that's about it off the top of my head. There's uh, there's there's a there's a few varieties of like the caller ID faker. So there there's more than one out there. Um, and it, it, the same with the voice recorder. So, I mean, you know, just because those are the ones I personally like doesn't mean that, you know, somebody, someone else might like the features of one of the others better. So uh, there are there are choices out there. But I think that's pretty much it for the investigative apps. Yeah. So when, when we were offline, Joey, we were talking about case management apps. There's It's always a problem with case management. And you mentioned that you were using one that is working for you. Correct. Yeah, I'm using PI Direct Link, uh, and being a small business, it's it's reasonably priced. It's online. Uh, everything's done online. They do. Your, it handles your invoicing. It handles. Your, uh, it will actually even generate your reports if you want it to. Uh, uh, you have to create a template to generate your reports, but you know it, it it does your intake, your client. You have a client list in there, and everything else. You create the case file. Uh, it has customizable fields. They're like if you want, uh, if you're doing statements, if you want a uh, transcription or not, or you know that that sort of thing. You can you can add customizable fields, which allows you to to expand it for different types of investigations. And have you used? I'm sorry. Have you used other case management applications in the past that didn't work for you? I looked. At, I've looked at several, and you know, the, some of them had things that I want. Like some of them had things I didn't care for at all, 
And some of them seem to be more of just a document management type thing, which is not really what I was looking for. I was looking for something that you could actually, you could log in and you could see, you come to a desktop and you see, uh, if you look over the right of your active cases, it shows you what, what, what step in the process those cases are. You know, is it a new case? Is it an open case? Is it pending evidence? Is it pending a report? Uh, all of that, in, that information is in there. And that's more what I was looking for for my particular use. And the one thing I do like about it is it's accessible from your phone or your tablet or your computer, either one. And you, you have access to everything right there at your fingertips. That's uh, a huge benefit. Absolutely. And, I mean, I've got people that, you know, pretty much statewide working cases for me, and they'll call me about a case, and I go, like, okay, let me pull it up right quick. And if mm-hmm. I'm working a case on my own, I don't have to drag the laptop out to do it. I, you know, I can, or if you, you know, if you follow somebody and uh, say it's an appointment, you're trying to make sure you got the right person. You know, you can log in real quick on your phone and take a look if you got a photo in there or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. Or if you need an, an, another phone number or, or trying to confirm a, a tag on a vehicle or something like that. You know, it's it's handy to have it right there instead of having to do it on a desktop. Yeah, that's great because, you know, it's pretty hard to use your desktop when you're out in the field. Yeah, it, 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 it is, and especially <laughs> if you're driving, which I don't recommend. Exactly. There's laws against distracted driving. So. <laughs> okay. So, um, all right. So, Joey, you have um, – you've, you've mentioned some personal security apps, which are really great to know about. So, let's talk about those a little bit. Yeah, there's 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 two or three that really jumped out at me. Uh, Glimpse, I've used it for a while, and basically what it does, it allows you to send your location to a particular person, whether or not they have the app or not, they can pull it up. It's in a text message, and when I send the app, say I, I send the say I want to send my location to another investigator. If they're trying to find my location, it shows on a map where I'm at. And it also, when I send it, I, it expires in a preset amount of time, up to four hours. You know, they, that way they can pull it up for the next four hours and see where I am. And if I move, I, it shows me moving on their map. Um, or you can have it to expire in 15 to 20 minutes. Now, that's that's a good one if you're driving. Uh traveling like that uh you can put you can put your destination in there like if you're headed home you know say i'm Mm -hmm. headed home and i should be there in three hours or whatever and it'll automatically expire when you get home if you have your home address plugged in there so So what would be uh, what would be the use for that i've used it with investigators before when when you have two investigators and you're working a city like new orleans and you need to know where each other are. Uh, if, especially doing mobile surveillance, you know, you can look down mm-hmm. and, and, and say, say you and I are following somebody and, and we're doing a tag team surveillance and mm-hmm. uh, you're not in my sight, I'm not in yours, but I, I've, I have the claimant in view. I can look and see where you are and say, okay, they're turning away from you or they're turning towards you. Uh, or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. And that, that's really as far as the investigative part of it. That's the only thing I've used it for. But 
<clears throat> you know, if you travel quite a bit uh, and you want to keep your family updated on where you are and and things are going well, that's a good one to use. Okay. Uh, now the other app, the other security apps are Companion or Be Safe. They're they're similar apps. And uh, Companion is a new app. It was recently created by by some college students because of people walking to their dorm after dark by themselves. Oh, that's good. And what it does is, and they're both similar in the way they operate. They Be Safe has a couple other features that I like more than the Companion, but like I say, it's a new app. I'm sure they'll expand it, but. Um, if you're going back to your dorm, you can plug in your destination on there where you're headed, and it's easy as easy to do as it, it, it opens a map on the screen, and you just select on the map where you're going, uh, and you can share it with with your roommate or your boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever, saying, "Okay, I'm headed back to my room from the library," mm-hmm. uh, because we know all college students go to the library. And At least they're supposed to. <laughs> they're supposed to, yeah. Uh, unless you're here, they have a, they have a bar called the library. So, um, oh, I see. They, anyway, once you share it with with your companion, whoever that might be, they monitor it while you can try they, while you while you walk. You can they can actually see you walking on the uh, on the map. Um, when you set it up, you can also set in a timer saying it's going to take me 15 minutes to get back to the dorm. Well, in 15 minutes, if you haven't checked in and said, I'm here, it sends alerts out to campus security. It actually dials 911 for you. That's uh, a terrific one. And also, if the phone is dropped or the headphones are un- unplugged, you have about 15 seconds to hit a button on there saying everything's okay or it automatically calls 911 as well. Hmm. And it, Boy, that it, it is a, also, that's a terrific tool. Yeah, absolutely, especially for college students. And, I mean, I know that's a big deal. It was here a few years ago. They had a few issues on college campuses, you know, with uh, muggings and things like that. But it's also got a panic button in there that you, if you hit the panic button, it automatically sends a GPS to whoever your pre-selected contacts are and also sends video, too. It's a live video stream. So they can see That's what's great. going on, or who who you're who you're dealing with, or or whatever. That's just uh, that's a terrific app. This program was worth that application alone. But we need to take another break. We're going to okay. return momentarily, momentarily with Joey. We'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Need to hire a private investigator? Ask for their professional association affiliations. When an investigator asks Francie Kaler about associations, she says to first join a state trade association. Francie belongs to the California Association of Licensed Investigators, or CALI. It's the largest association of its kind in the world. Cali's main focus is networking, training, and legislative advocacy. If you need a detective in California, contact Cali at cali-pi.org or call 1-800-350-CALI. 
for a national association, Francie's Choice is the National Council of Investigation and Security Services, or NCISS. For over 35 years, the council's primary mission has been to represent its members before the United States Congress and governmental agencies. Find the council at NCISS.org or call 1-800-445-8408. NCISS and Cali are great places to look for a qualified private investigator. Tell them you heard it from Francie on P.I.'s Declassified. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. listening to P.I.'s Declassified with Francie Kaler. You can call into the program. We'll take questions and comments at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You can also email your question to Francie. Send it to francie at pisdeclassified.com. Now, here's Francie Kaler. The topic of the day is applications, mobile applications, with Joey Cruz, private investigator from uh, West Monroe, Louisiana. Um, Joey, you want to tell people how to contact you in case they have questions about some of these apps or, or actually your investigative services? Sure. You can go to WashitaInvestigative.com, which is O-U-A-C-H-A-T. Well, I can't even spell it myself. It's... <laughs> uh, O-U-A-C-H-I-T-A investigative.com or you can email me joey at washitainvestigative.com Okay, so it's O-U-A-C-H-I-T-A Correct. Okay. Investigative, Uh, not not investigations. Okay, and if they put in Joey Cruz in in Google, will it come up with your your business? it should either pull that up or uh, some of the articles on Pursuit Magazine that I've done, and uh, you, there's links on there that can uh, get to me as well. So, Exactly, and your name is spelled C-R-U-S-E. That's correct. Yeah, okay, very good. So, All right, so let's then talk about some applications for administrative uses. What do you, what do you recommend? Uh, there's a couple. Uh, as a field investigator, and you're you're traveling quite a bit, one of the biggest biggest things problem you have is keeping up with receipts. Right. And there's a great app for that. It's called Expensify. Uh, it's accessible online through your website or with the app on your phone, and you you can actually create a job. Let's say for the Jones case that you're working, mm-hmm. and you take photos of your receipts. You enter how much how much uh, you you spent, what it's for, if it's meals, fuel, hotel rooms, whatever, and save and save the receipt. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also uh, notate whether it's reimbursable or not, depending on the type of case you're working. Uh, you right. know, a lot of insurance companies it's a flat rate type deal, so it's you know. But anyway. The uh, once you get done with that case, you generate the report, and when you generate the report, it allows you to email it to uh, which to 
an email address, such as, you know, if you're sending it, one of my guys sends it to me. Um, and that report, what it shows, it breaks out every, all of your expenses by category. All your meals is in one category, all your fuel, hotel, mm. you know, whatever. And down at the bottom, it's all in a PDF file. At the bottom of the PDF file is a photo of every one of your receipts. Oh, that's great. And you can that's- access it online. Got to log into their website or through the through the mobile app, and I pretty much do that on all of my cases. That way, at the end of the year, instead of having to keep up with a box of receipts, I've got reports that I can just you know print out, and there they are. That's terrific. Uh, it's a lot. It's a lot more organized. It's a lot easier for me too, because by the time I get home, I've probably lost the receipt already anyway. <laughs> right. Yeah, you end up putting in the in the well of your car or in your wallet. You know, there's three million right. places they end up. Yeah, and then you pull okay. it out three days later and go, "What was this for?" <laughs> or it's faded and you can't read it. Exactly. <laughs> so, okay, now you have one called Pocket. What's that about? Pocket is a pretty good little app, uh, and uh, it's also accessible off of your desktop as well. Uh, what it does, and, you know, I subscribe to a lot of few different feeds for uh, private investigators, and there's always interesting articles in there about certain things that, you know, I want to learn a little bit more about. Mm-hmm. But like you say, you're bored sitting in a doctor's office waiting on a claimant to come out or something like that, and you're scrolling through there, and I'll go, oh, that's a good article, but I, I don't have time to read it now. Mm-hmm. Well, it never fails. When you go back to try to read it, you can't find it. Right. Exactly. You know, so... Basically, when you run across it sitting there in the doctor's office, you, you share the app. But when you share it, you share it to the pocket. And once you open pocket up, it saves it in an offline format that's usually a lot easier to read than it is on the website. And it saves every article that you've read in there. And once you read it, you can check it off, and it, it archives it. And you, but you still have access to it. Hmm. So I've got more in there than I have time to read, and then, then I never remember to go read them, but I keep adding them. Them, you know, and, but, um, and can you but, access that, Joey, from a website as well, or does it have to be from yes, your you phone? Yes, you can absolutely access it from the website as well, or through the app, uh, either one. And if you have the app installed on multiple devices, like your tablet or your phone, and your phone, you have access to the same articles on both. So it doesn't matter where you save it at; it still it still sends it to the same location. Okay. All right. And and you you have listed that you use time calculator. How do you use that? Time calculator, it never fails on a uh, workers' compensation report. They want to know exactly how much claimant video you you, you got during the day. Mm-hmm. And so basically, you're sitting there with a list of numbers: a minute, thirty-six, two minutes, and forty-two seconds. It's about ten or eleven numbers long. <laughs> right. And it's. It, it actually allows you to add one minute and 27 seconds and plus two minutes and 43 seconds, and it gives you a total. Oh. Uh, rather than have to sit there and go, okay, there's 60 seconds. How many does that make? And try to figure it out the, uh, the old-fashioned way, you know? Yeah, that's great. Uh, and, you know, and a couple of... Couple of, uh, couple of uh, clients they'll give you you have 8.6 hours left well you know i don't know off the top of my head what 0.6 hours is mm-hmm. so you can actually plug 0.6 hours in and hit convert and it'll tell you exactly how many minutes it is as well oh that's very cool 
So do you also use, um, uh, I don't know, how to, a time calculator when you're on the job where you set it to run from beginning to end so you have the time that you've uh, the time on that job? I don't. I typically use my time shots when I start and finish, you know, for the, the workers' compensation cases. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, I notate start and end times in like mm-hmm. a notepad or something like that, you know, as far as other types of cases. Right. Uh, the, uh, there, there is an app, and I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head right now, unfortunately, but it automatically logs your mileage for you. Uh, really? It uses the GPS on your phone, and as you're driving, it logs the mileage that you travel during the day. Uh, okay, I have to check that one out. Yeah, I have to find that one. I'll email it to you once I find it. I, I, I saw it last night, actually, and I meant to make a note of it, and I forgot. But I, that was that's a new one that I ran across. Oh, that's a good one. So, okay, so um, let's talk about mobile phone spyware. Okay. I know that's a concern about of everybody these days, particularly, I guess, Apple just got hacked. So now, right. now even Apple users are concerned about spyware. Right, right. Well... The spy, there's typically when I run into something like this, it's 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 a, it's a domestic case, and Miss Jones thinks Mr. Jones, now that they're separated, is, is monitoring her activities on her phone, mm-hmm. and which is entirely possible. I know that's probably not what your listeners want to hear, but it is. Yeah. Uh, there are apps out there, uh, Flexi Spy, Mobile Spy, Heister, and a few others that you install it on the phone and it they will work on Android or iPhone. And what they do is they allow the installer, whoever installed it, to actually read your text messages, listen in on your calls, read your call logs, see your GPS location, look at your emails, even turn on your microphone on your camera, I mean on your phone and your camera on your phone and see what's going on in the mm. room around you. Amazing. And now, before everybody freaks out and spins into a downward spiral here, the catch to this is they actually have to have access to your phone to do it. Okay, so it can't be installed remotely. It cannot be installed remotely. There is, as far okay. as I know, there is no publicly available spyware, which means that the government probably has it, but we don't. That mm-hmm. uh, that can be installed without having access to the phone. Now, iPhones have to be jailbroken in order mm-hmm. to install it. Okay. Some of the others, Androids, have to be uh, uh, rooted in order to install that, but not all of them. But uh, there's an easy fix for it. If you think that's the case, do a factory reset on your phones, it'll get rid of it. Okay. Oh, that's a good tip. Uh, now, there's also something called stalkerware, and stalkerware is basically Facebook, Foursquare, uh, Twitter, things like that. And if you're posting your location on Facebook every 30 minutes, you might be giving them the information yourself. Mm-hmm. And so there, you know, that, that's something else because all of those have access to your GPS location as well. And the way to find that out is check the permissions on your apps when you install them. Because if if they access your GPS and your contacts and things like that, then you know there's 
there, there's there's a security hole there, and it's you know something to to take into consideration. Now, is it something to be really really concerned about? Not probably not. Uh, like I say, I've I've had a lot of calls about the spyware, and I've I've never found any, mm-hmm. but I know it's out there. Uh, and it's usually somebody doing the stalkerware thing more so than the spyware thing. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, if you think there's spyware on your phone, what are some of the the key signs? Uh, the key signs. You're, there's a couple of things. First of all, your your phone's going to run a little slower. Um, and if it's just not moving as as, as brisk as it used to, uh, if your battery's getting hot. Uh, and the two primary ones, if your battery is running down a lot faster and almost half as lasting half as long as before, and mm-hmm. if you get your phone bill in and you notice your data usage is extremely, extremely high, like almost double, mm-hmm. uh, that's a good sign. Because what what happens is all these apps, they, re- they record all this information and they send it to a server uh, for, for whoever's monitoring it to access. Now, that's what uses your data, and, it, and it, it's using a lot more resources, so your batteries run down a lot faster. So that, those are, those are, if, if you're experiencing any of those, any one of those, I wouldn't be too concerned about it, but more than, more than one, you know, it might be something to look at. Uh, and, you know, there, there are ways, like I say, if, there, if you're absolutely... If you think that's the case, just do a factory reset on it. And even if it's a, if it's on an iPhone, if it's jailbroken, uh, you do a factory reset. Uh, even if you restore it from a backup, the uh, spyware won't work because the phone's no longer jailbroken. Oh, okay. Oh, that's good. So you want to explain it, what jailbroken is? Let me explain that. Jailbroken. Some people may not know I, that. Apple is a little little proprietary. Uh, that's no shock to anybody, but they they're very very specific about the apps you can install on your phone, and mm-hmm. what they have is basically it can only come from the iTunes Store. Once the phone is jailbroken, it breaks it opens that phone up to allow you to install other apps from other locations, and. It's it's not a hard process to do, but if you haven't done it, it's it 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 can take a little bit of time. Uh, yeah. Usually, you're looking at twenty to thirty minutes to do it properly uh, and install spyware. So, and as far as installing the spyware on Androids as well, you're looking at probably twenty minutes or so. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, somebody's got to have access to your phone for for a few minutes. Now, if it's not, I can install it on an Android probably in fifteen because I've done it before. But if if somebody hasn't done it before, it's going to take better uh, 30, uh, 30 minutes or better. You know, it's not going to be that. Okay. It's not that easy of a process if you haven't walked yeah. through the steps before. Okay. Uh, All right, Joey. You know, we we are out of time. We're at the end of our hour. So this is, I think, this has been fascinating. Thank you so much for sharing your passion with mobile apps with us. Uh, absolutely. Um, Thank you. Oh, absolutely. Um, And so remember our sponsors, IRB Search and PI Magazine. And tune in again next week as we declassify more real stories from real investigators like Joey Cruz from West Monroe, Louisiana. It's PI's Declassified. I'm Francie Kaler. Thanks for listening.
You've been listening to P.I.'s Declassified with your host, Francie Kaler. Tune in every Thursday at noon Eastern Time. That's 9 a.m. for you West Coast listeners. P.I.'s Declassified explores stories of deceit, mystery, and detectives unraveling the truth. Every Thursday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, here on the Voice America Variety Channel. 